Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, we're evaluating Sir Anthony Dominguez's 2023 season. He had a bit of a down year. That might even be an understatement. And with a contract year coming up, is Sir Anthony Dominguez's future in Philadelphia? He's only 29 years old. They could resign him, but should they? Will they? We'll discuss his past and his future with the Philadelphia Phillies on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Thank you so much for checking us out. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that great stuff that really helps us out here on Locked On Phillies. If you subscribe to the YouTube, it costs you no money, gets you notifications when new episodes are posted. It's very easy to do. It takes like two seconds. Just hit that subscribe button up in the corner of your screen. You'll be able to uh, follow along with Locked On Phillies. Easy as that. I appreciate everyone who's already done that and appreciate everyone who's going to do that. I'm going to warn you real quick. If you're listening to this on headphones, there is a 60-40 chance that I'm going to sneeze very loudly during this episode. I just stifled one in the intro. I feel like it's going to pop back up. So uh, sound warning at some point in this episode, possibly. But today, we're evaluating Sir Anthony Dominguez's 2023 season. It was a weird one. It was a down year for the 29-year-old righty out of the Dominican Republic. This is a guy that has been really good in the past for the Philadelphia Phillies. Had really, really good stuff in past seasons. In 2022, a 3-ERA even in 51 innings. This year, 3-7-8 in 50 innings. Now, the durability remained about the same. He gave you 50 innings this year, 51 last year. That's a good thing to say. For a guy who's 29, you don't want to see major, major injury issues. And we've already had the one, the Tommy John surgery coming back. Had it in 2019. Didn't get it until 2020, and then he missed all that season. In 2021, he only pitched one in. The middle years of Sir Anthony Dominguez's time here were just trying to figure out his elbow. And... Now that he's gotten that worked out, he's given you 50-plus innings in the past two seasons. That's good that he did that again. Uh, but what was different about this year that raised the ERA? Well, he gave up three more home runs in 2023 than he did in 2022. So maybe missing over the plate a little bit more. He walked the same exact number of guys. Here's the biggest thing that was the difference to me. Last year, he had 61 strikeouts. This year, 48 strikeouts. What does that say, right? So he's walking the same amount of guys. So it's not the command. That's a problem. He seems to still be hitting his spots. So it's not that his strikeouts are down because the walks are up, the home runs are up, and the strikeouts are down. So to me, what that says is his stuff was not as good this year. His swing and miss stuff that we've seen from him in the past, he didn't have it. Now, something that does point to command issues, he hit six batters this year. That equals how many he'd hit in the rest of his career combined. So that's not great either. Um, but that might be something part of that's lack of command. But another thing, if you don't have swing and miss stuff is you're trying to get in the guy's kitchen, throw inside on him. He's got good velocity still bust him inside so that you don't have to worry about him swinging and missing. Cause he's just going to get sawed off. There's no way he can hit it. Strikeouts. A lot of times come from pitches that just nearly miss the zone, maybe in the zone and have great movement. 
at the major league level, it's very rare that you get a lot of strikeouts from stuff way outside the zone, unless you have like an unbelievable pitch. And Sir Anthony Dominguez has good stuff, but it seems like he couldn't find it in 2023. Just some of the bad numbers have been up for him over the course of this past year. Hits for nine, up to 8.6 from 6.4. Home runs for nine, up from 0.7 to 1.3. Basically, he just had a regression year. He had a down year. He had 21 earned runs last year. He had 17. And that's kind of a scary thing for a pitcher, right? Losing stuff. I don't know exactly how to fix it first or Anthony Dominguez, because each pitcher is different. It's little cues. It's little context cues when you're throwing. Think about snapping off your slider a little bit more. Think about throwing your slider instead of from a three-quarter arm slot, like I'm uh, demonstrating on YouTube, throwing it from a little bit lower. You can get a little bit more horizontal movement, or maybe throwing it a little bit higher, and you could get a little bit more drop on that potentially. Like It's little things, and that's when Caleb Cotham – and the pitching coaches on the team to try and evaluate what went wrong with Sir Anthony Dominguez in 2023. Now, I'll tell you what, reading the numbers from his 2023 season, it felt to me like he had a worse year than what he actually did by the numbers. I think he's still a valuable piece in this bullpen, and you saw him at points in the postseason show flashes of being that shutdown guy. But that's why it felt like a down year, right? He was the shutdown guy for this team in 2022 because Alvarado was still working out his control, his command. Alvarado got better at that in 2023, but Dominguez was the guy who it's like, okay, in the bullpen, we know strike one, strike two, good luck. That's Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado saying because they have such nasty stuff, such good velocity. Well, that didn't exactly play this year for Dominguez. And I don't think the numbers indicate a terrible year. And I don't think he's a lost cause as a pitcher. I think he's hopefully going to have a bounce back year. But even if he has like the same exact year as he had in 2023, well, you've got a pretty solid righty reliever. There was a point in 2022, though, where you thought he might take the step to elite. Alvarado took that step. Dominguez took a step back. And that's what's kind of annoying about his 2023 season is you just expected more. It wasn't a bad year by the average Major League Baseball reliever standards, but it was a bad year by what you expected from Sir Anthony Dominguez. And we'll have to see if he can bounce back in 2024 to do better than that. His role in the bullpen, well, he's going to be probably your top righty reliever. I'd imagine, I find it very hard to imagine that Jeff Hoffman's going to hop him for that spot, even though Jeff Hoffman was outstanding in 2023. I'd have to see that multiple times. Uh, he had a great year. No knocking Jeff Hoffman. Hoffman was insanely good this year, especially coming out of nowhere. But Dominguez has a track record, and his numbers don't suggest he was as bad as he might have seemed to some of us. So I'd imagine Dominguez is your top righty reliever, especially with the departure of Craig Kimbrell. And then it'll be Hoffman, and then it'll probably be Kirkering, and we'll see if they bring in somebody else. Now, if they bring in Jordan Hicks. That's the guy that immediately takes over. He's at command control, but he throws 100-plus. And that's a name that I've heard multiple times um, when people talk about who could be a good fit. Not that the Phillies and Jordan Hicks have had conversation, but that he could be a good fit for Philadelphia. And they've picked up pitchers of that mold before. The hard-throwing, can't-control-where-it's-going guys, and they've worked that out. And Jose Alvarado is the poster child of that. Sir Anthony Dominguez 
looked poised to be another poster child of that. And then this year he kind of just took a step back. He had a regression year. Not every year is going to be your best year, and that's okay. But if this team is going to now compete in a crowded National League with Shohei Otani going to the Dodgers, the bullpen needs to be that much better in 2024. We knew that the bullpen was a problem at points in 2023, but I thought largely they were underrated based on where they stood around baseball. And then at the end of the year, Greg Kimbrell ends up screwing you. The bullpen decisions end up getting you knocked out of the postseason. And Rob Thompson has to wear that. Caleb Gotham has to wear that. But the bullpen has to wear that too. And they've got to get to a spot where they're even more locked down than they were in 2023. A solid year for Sir Anthony Dominguez. A solid year for the bullpen. But based on the standards that you expect for Dominguez coming into the season being your top righty reliever, he underachieved. And that's a tough thing to say when a team is competing for a championship. Anyone who's not pulling in the right direction is hurting the team. And he needs to figure out what he's going to do over the offseason to correct that. And I'm sure he'll be working on it and everything. But a down year for Sarantia Dominguez. The question, though, that we're going to get into coming up as we continue this episode of Locked on Phillies, what could help him have a bounce back year in 2024? Well, I think there's a very, very clear answer to that one. I'm going to tell you what it is coming up as we continue today's episode. First, though, I want to tell you about FanDuel. You can score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So, recording this on Thursday, you got Thursday night football tonight. Go on there and you can check it out. I believe it's Chargers Raiders. It's not really a great game, but if you have a good feeling about one of those bad teams being the better of the bad teams, put five bucks on them, they win. You get $150 right in your account there on FanDuel, and you're able to use that to make more wagers. It's perfect. It's a great time to join FanDuel. If you've been thinking about joining, well, there's no better time. You're not going to get a better deal than that, right? The app's super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options outside of just money line bets, too. You can bet parlays, props, spreads, over-unders, futures, all kinds of different stuff. The Super Bowl's coming up in February. They're going to, you're going to be able to bet a bunch of different, like, coin flip and everything. They've got everything. Anything you can imagine, FanDuel's got it. So go ahead and check them out. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the important part of the NFL season because these last four weeks, this is where the rubber meets the road. You're going to want to make some money on it. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Okay, so this is the interesting thing about Sir Anthony Dominguez, right? I would have guessed he's older than 29 because it feels like he's been here forever. And maybe that's something to do with the fact he didn't pitch in 2020. He barely pitched in 2021. I think he had one inning in 2021. Like There was that whole dead zone where we were talking about Sir Anthony Dominguez and he wasn't throwing. Maybe that's better for his longevity, even though it was due to injury. Maybe getting that worked out and not having those years of stress on his arm will play out better. But we know that in the current climate of Major League Baseball, 29 years old for a reliever is nothing. These guys, because of the arm care and the minimal innings they throw compared to even 10, 15 years ago, they can throw into their mid to late 30s on the regular if they're a good enough pitcher to have that long of a career. And I think Sir Anthony Dominguez, as long as he stays healthy, is a good enough pitcher to have that long of a career. Here's what gets interesting, right? He just had a regression year. So in 2024, what's the biggest reason that he might bounce back? It's the contract year. 
His contract is up at the end of the 2024 season. This is his last year in Philadelphia based on his current contract. I want to double check and make sure. Yeah, there's a team option in 2025. So they can choose to bring him back, but ultimately it is out of his hands if he does not perform in the 2024 season. It was two years, $7.25 million extension that he got and added that team option on. So still doing some math there, two years, 725 uh, with the option for the 25 team option, that's, I don't know, 725 and a half. It's like right around two, three, four million something when you break it all down and get the bonuses in there. Here's the thing like, four million for a reliever is not too expensive, but if it's a guy that's regressed in 2023 and then goes again and regresses in 2024, you might say, okay, 30 years old, two bad seasons in a row, seems to be getting worse, had major arm issues that caused him to miss multiple seasons. It's time to cut bait. So if you're Sir Anthony Dominguez, why do you have a bounce back year in 2024? Because you have to have a bounce back year. It's one of probably the last times in your career that you're going to get a big contract, right? You might get one more big contract based on what his value is from – say 31 to 33 years old. And then once you get into that like 34 range as a reliever, basically everybody's giving you one-year deals. One year here, one year there, and that's not how you make your full money and they're trying to get you on a discount. So if you got one more time to cash in, you're going to focus as much as you can on having a bounce back year. What else makes me feel like Sir Anthony Dominguez could have a bounce back year? You normally at 29 years of age and i'm talking about professional baseball players because i'm 29 and i don't remotely have stuff anymore i feel like my arm would fall off if i tried to throw a breaking ball but i'm talking about guys that are professionals that throw every day and do that stuff normally you don't just lose stuff at 29 if it was command issues if it was mechanical if his walks were way up i'd be looking at Sir Anthony dominguez and saying man this guy has a lot he needs to fix his command seems to be okay when you look at the numbers, when you watch back this past year. The issue is his stuff seemed to be gone. And sometimes it's literally just a feel thing. Sometimes it's just a season. You get into a season, and it's hard to work on stuff appearance to appearance, especially as a bullpen pitcher. Because you might have to throw three days in a row, and then you might have to save your arm. And it's it's not as easy as when you're a starter. You're going to throw. You're going to have a cardio day. You're going to have an off day, a bullpen day, and then you're going to go out there and throw again or probably switch those other two, have the bullpen day, the off day, and then you'll throw the next day after that. And you'll have multiple days in between to work on stuff. Relievers don't get that as much. They have to get their work in where they can. So it's hard over the course of a season to feel the stuff and make the adjustments and know this pitch isn't working, this pitch is really hittable right now, I can't really get this one to break the way it's supposed to. That's something that happens better over the offseason for relievers. So I do think that if it was mechanical and command stuff and his walks were way up, I'd be a lot more nervous than if it was what I, I'm i guessing is a stuff issue for Sir Anthony Dominguez. You can find that again. It's as simple as changing the grip on a pitch by a millimeter. Like It could really be that simple. If you go, I got a baseball in my hands now. So if I'm throwing a slider, it could be as simple as like my fingers going from here so my fingers going like a little bit further up the baseball and getting it deeper into my hand. Slows down the pitch, gets you a little bit more break, a little more control over. Like those are the things he's going to work on this offseason with Caleb Cotham 
with his personal guy, if he has a personal pitching coach, he'll be able to work through that. But nobody's more motivated than a player on a contract year. That's just the nature of sports. It's not like they don't care any other year, but when you've got a chance to cash in big money and you know you just had a down year, professionals find a way to make themselves more valuable. That's why they made it here in the first place, and I believe that's the biggest indicator of a bounce-back year in 2024 for Sir Anthony Dominguez. And if he has a down year, maybe he is still in Philadelphia, actually, because maybe they will take that team option. I don't think it's too expensive based on the current climate of relievers. They might give him another chance. If he has a great year, he might want to try free agency. So I'm not saying that that's the case. We're going to have a discussion, actually, about that as we wrap up today's episode, whether or not I truly believe this is his last year here. But the point for the bounce back here, the two main things, I'll just recap them again for you. One, the fact that his contract is out of his control. He does have a team option, but his control over his contract is up in 2024. The team could choose to let him go and walk, and he's a free agent. Or they could choose to resign him and exercise that option. So that's part of it. He's playing for potentially a big contract. And the other part of it in uh, 2024, why I think there's a bounce back again, I do just think it was a, he didn't have a feel for his stuff. I think he had good control. I think he had solid velocity too. There were points where his velocity wasn't where it has been in the past, but in the postseason, 98, 99, no problem. Seemed effortless velocity like we've always seen from him. He's got such a high ceiling as a reliever. He really does. So a bounce back year in 2024 is not out of the question. I'm not trying to say like Dylan Covey is going to have an outstanding 2024 season. No, that would be insane. What I'm saying is Sir Anthony Dominguez, who we had high hopes for and kind of underachieved them this past season, is going to have the opportunity to prove that he was worthy of those high expectations to begin with. And he's shown flashes or sometimes full seasons when you look at his 2022 season of greatness. He just needs to do that again in 2024. It's a tall task, but it's one that if he does it, the bullpen seems a lot more settled. You have a lot more guys who can contribute. And then you have a pretty darn good bullpen. When you look at Alvarado, Soto, Dominguez, Strom, Hoffman, Kirkering, maybe throwing another lefty in there, maybe Christopher Sanchez at points, maybe you go get one, maybe you get Jordan Hicks. Another lefty, another hard-throwing righty. Perfect. You got yourself a bullpen. You got to figure out who closes. But, uh, oh, yeah, while we're on that, by the way, yeah, I don't think Sir Anthony Dominguez would be a candidate to close. I think he's got too much stuff to work out and then too much of a down year. I said Alvarado might be that guy. I don't see Dominguez as that guy just because putting pressure on a guy that just had a down year in a contract year is probably not conducive to his best possible uh, production. So I wouldn't expect him to be used in the closer role in 2024, if there is indeed a closer role, which they just might not employ. Uh, but coming up, I'll dive a little bit deeper into the discussion about whether or not this should be Sir Anthony Dominguez's last year in Philadelphia as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. So I told you already, but I'll reset it for you. His contract is up in 2024, or end of 2024 season. So end of this next year, Sir Anthony Dominguez's contract is up. The Phillies have a team option. Now, if you're not familiar with what that means, a team option means that he does not have any control over the decision. The Phillies will decide if they want to have another year of the deal put on at a pre-agreed number when the contract was first signed. Normally what it is is whatever he's been getting paid – yearly over the course of this contract 
that's what he'll get paid in 2025 if the Phillies exercise the team option. There's a couple ways to look at this. You might not take the team option if you think he's severely underperformed his contract and you don't think he's worth that money. But if he has a great bounce back year, the Phillies are probably going to take that contract option because you're getting a player that's better at a cheaper number. And if you're Sir Anthony Dominguez and you have a down year, well, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world for you because you get the opportunity to test free agency and maybe you convince somebody you could figure some stuff out. It's it's interesting. Either he's going to underperform and the Phillies are going to let him walk and we'll see what he does in free agency, or he's going to overperform and the Phillies are going to bring him back on a solid number. So it seems to work out either way for the Phillies. There's one other way to do it where if he does uh, underperform the contract, what the Phillies could do is let him walk and then bring him back through free agency and go ahead and say, okay, we're not going to give you that player option, but once you have free agency, we'll give you a call and we'll sign you for less. And then the Phillies could get a bargain deal and get him back anyway. So there's no guarantee it's his last year here in 2024. Um, I actually expect it not to be his last year here because I do think he's going to bounce back. I do think the Phillies are going to exercise the 2025 option. And then I imagine that 2025 season is probably going to be his last one here, unless something crazy happens and he's like a great reliever next year, great in 2025, and the Phillies want to sign him to another like one or two year deal. But I do think 2024 is going to be a season that sees Dominguez have a better year. I do think it's going to be one that makes the Phillies feel comfortable giving him that team option or exercising the team option on his deal. I do think this is not Dominguez's last year in Philadelphia. I hope he figures it out because there have been so many points where he's looked like in small stretches, one of the best righty relievers in baseball. And then injuries rear their ugly head. The stuff falls apart, sometimes command issues, but he hasn't had as much of that as like Alvarado or Soto. It's just a very interesting season this past year from Sir Anthony Dominguez. And it's one of those where it's like, okay, I think it's a lack of stuff. I don't think it's a lack of command. I think this is how it's going to work out. But the upside is you get another year or potentially two if you take that team option to figure out exactly what he is at the price point you're already paying him. So it's a solid place to be. Team optionality with a potentially better than he's performed reliever and a motivated player heading into the end of his contract. Perfect for the Philadelphia Phillies and an opportunity in 2024 for Sir Anthony Dominguez. That's all for today's episode of Locked On Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that great stuff I tell you about all the time. And let me know in the YouTube comments who you want me to evaluate next. What player from the 2023 season do you want me to evaluate? I put these all in a playlist on YouTube, so you'll be able to find that playlist called 2023 Player Evaluations. It'll show you everybody we've done. I believe this is like our 15th or 16th player done. So there's still plenty of options out there to get to the 26-man roster for the NLCS, which are the guys that I'm uh, focused on. We're not doing like uh, Ellis, Ryan Ellis, or... I think his name was Ryan Ellis. Ryan Ellis might be a hockey player. Either way, like the point is we're not doing those fringe guys that were up for just a minute. We're doing the main guys on the team. But let me know who you want me to evaluate next, and we'll get to that potentially as soon as the next episode, depending on if I see yours first or if other people want that player evaluated too. So keep doing that. Keep interacting. I appreciate it. And uh, I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.